Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021. In today's news, Otis launches a pilot program at its South Carolina plant aimed at reducing its carbon footprint. A new skyscraper in Denver has been outfitted with TK Elevator's Agile Mobile System. Winning proposals to redesign Chicago's Thompson Center feature a pool, a school and a mixed-use facility, and a tall residential tower is envisioned on the Singapore River. The Otis Manufacturing Facility in Florence, South Carolina, has begun a pilot zero-waste-to-landfill program that will help reduce the plant's carbon footprint and be scaled up to other Otis plants next year, the company has announced. Metal, cardboard, and packaging make up most of the waste at the Florence plant, and while the site already recycled much of its production waste, the facility recently conducted a sustainability analysis to help reduce its carbon footprint and obtain program certification. Zero Waste is a principle focused on waste prevention that encourages the redesign of resource life cycles so that all products are reused. This program also promotes conservation of resources by means of responsible production, consumption, reuse, and recovery of all products, packaging, and materials without burning them and without land, water, or air discharges that threaten the environment or human health. Companies attain certification through several means, including having formal policies to limit waste generation and demonstrating reduction efforts through redesign, reuse, or recycling. Otis aims to have all its global factories eligible for certification by 2025, part of its recently announced long-term environmental, social, and governance goals. Tenants and visitors at Block 162, a new high-rise office tower in the Denver Central Business District, can call an elevator with their personal devices thanks to TK Elevator's Agile Mobile System, the company said this month as it announced completion of the system's installation. Block 162, a 30-story, 452-foot-tall office tower, is the first building in Denver to use the Agile system. It allows tenants to operate the building's elevators via their smartphone or wearable device, such as a smartwatch, helps them avoid elevator traffic congestion as well as physical interaction with elevator surfaces, buttons, and handrails which can be prone to harboring viruses and bacteria. TK Elevators technology is among the amenities tenants can enjoy at the LEED Gold Certified Block 162. Other features within the 606,000-square-foot tower include the 11th-floor Sky Terrace, which offers a fitness center, indoor-outdoor social lounge, private conference space, and an outdoor garden. Agile users can download the mobile app from an app store and request enrollment on their Android or iOS devices. The portal can integrate with most access control companies to synchronize permissions. In addition, 
building management, can use the portal to create tenant groups and floor access schedules. The project was developed by Petrinley Group and USAA Real Estate. A pool, a school, and a mixed-use facility are the ideas of the three winners of the Chicago Architecture Center's and Chicago Architectural Club's 2021 Chicago Prize, James R. Thompson Center, which asked architects to reimagine a future for the imperiled 17-story structure in the loop. The Council on Tall Buildings and Urban Habitat is among outlets to report. Built in 1985, designed by Helmut Jahn and criticized for being inefficient, unsightly, and expensive to maintain, the State of Illinois Center, or James R. Thompson Center, has nonetheless won many fans over the years for an innovative spaceship-like design that brings the outside in through a soaring, light-filled atrium served by panoramic elevators. The 7,500-square-foot structure serves as a transit hub and has housed shops, restaurants, and until they re- relocated recently, government offices. Winning designs are the Vertical Loop by Eastman Lee Architects, which includes a ground floor public park, several levels of commercial space and residences. One Chicago School by a team from Solomon Cordwell Buens, which envisions a public school for students interested in public policy and civic engagement and public pool by a team from Perkins and Will, featuring a water park in the atrium with a hotel above. The competition also named four honorable mentions. While it is not tied to the government sale of the building, the contest aims to spur discussion and debate about the building's future, according to the Chicago Tribune. The winning designs will be on display through October at the Chicago Architectural Center. Capital Land and City Developments have unveiled the design of their latest joint residential development, Canning Hill Piers, according to a press release. The residence is part of an integrated development that includes a commercial component with F&B and retail outlets, a hotel operated under the Moxie brand by Marriott International, and a serviced residence with a hotel license operated under the Somerset brand. At 180 meters tall, the 48-story residential tower facing the riverside will be the tallest residential development along the Singapore River while the 24-story residential building overlooking Fort Canning Hill will stand 100 meters. Housing 696 units, the two residential towers will be connected by a sky bridge on level 24. The Sky Club, a luxurious clubhouse together with the Sky Garden, will be on level 45. Canning Hill Piers is designed by Danish architecture firm Bjark Ingels Group. It is expected to be the firm's first residential project to be completed in Asia. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com. 